The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie Mother fucking Boyd. Welcome <laughs> to this installment of the Ambitious Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about, do you have the waiting to start living syndrome? Why and how to rid yourself of it? And on my right-hand side is my backup dancer, the one, the only, Matthew Martin Babine, <laughs> the man that was lucky enough to marry me. Absolutely. And spend the rest of his life, however long or short that is, with <laughs> yours truly. Depending on my, um, what do you call it, my behavior. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're well-behaved, we like you. I wake up like breath sometimes with a pillow over my face every now and then. <laughs> That's every Thursday. <laughs> but first, I want to talk about our official sponsor to the Ambitious Podcast, Prana Hair, Skin, and Lash in Milford, New Hampshire. Ayana and her staff at Prana are absolutely incredible. And this week, she is offering all of our, our Ambitious Podcast bitches... off a microblading session. That's right, baby. I had my brows microbladed by her recently. Matt gets very, very horny for them. (laughs) He's a brow man, not not to be confused with a breast man. (laughs) So to reach out to her, she will change your life and you can use your $100 discount by going to www.pranahairskinlash.com. And secondly... I ask you to please take part in the ambitious movement by sharing this podcast on all of your social media, hashtag ambitious on your Instagram stories. And don't forget to also go over to iTunes and give a five-star and written review. We will be forever grateful. And you can also follow me and all my shenanigans on Instagram at Katie Boyd Ambitious. Thirdly, I am going to read this week's ambitious iTunes review, and it is... Simply the best. Oh, Simply Matt loves best. that. That's my favorite song, Tina Turner. I know. <laughs> and she's got good legs. And it's from me, three. I can't say enough good things about this podcast. It's just good, solid content, funny, smart, thought-provoking, and inspiring. Katie and Matt are simply the best. Thank you for inspiring me to be the best version of myself and pointing me in the right direction of inspiring others to do the same. Love you both. Thank you so much for doing that. And email me so that you can get your $100 gift certificate towards anything KBMSC related. That was really sweet. I like that. That was nice, right? That was nice. Absolutely. Last but not least, because I'm just a long-winded bitch today, (laughs) I want to remind you of a few things coming down the road. We have our next installment of the Ambitious Mastermind coming up. Ambitious, the book will be launching soon for pre-sale, and we'll be doing a full-on book tour. And we're also creating, well, I'm creating, Matt doesn't really help me with much, but I'm creating (laughs) uh, what I'm going to be calling the Ambitious Masterclass. And we are going to take the Ambitious book, and we are going to have a full-day seminar, and we are going to break the entire book down 
and it's going to be phenomenal. So all these things are coming up. I have a ton of retreats coming up. So if you're ready to work with me in some capacity, go on over to www.kbmfc, that's katieboydsmisfitclub.com, and sign up for our newsletter. You know, like I always say, if you want to have things you never had before, you have to do things you've never done before. Yes. And I have so many people on a daily basis that will like email me or Facebook me or Instagram me and they'll be like, I want to work with you. I want to change my life. I'm ready. And then I get back to them and they just like turn into like ghosts. <laughs> they're not people ready. are afraid, Sometimes right? They're not ready. I know, but I get pissed at that. It takes time. Why? Because that they'll, aggravates they'll, they'll me. They'll get there. Fucking they'll pussies, there. man. Or not. <laughs> Maybe it's just not their time, right? <laughs> oh, people's time to come in, though, that's for that's sure. That's right. So I was thinking intently yes. on what we spoke about on our last week's podcast, which was all about your plane, almost plane crash. Yes. We had so much great feedback about that podcast. And I, I know that the story was insanely crazy. Like people were talking to me like, oh my God, it was so crazy to listen to that. It was so, yeah. that was, gave me chills. And while I totally appreciate the feedback, I also feel like a lot of people listen to that and they just heard about the trauma right. and they didn't really understand the message that was behind it. Live your life. Yeah. yeah now. Not in fear. No, don't wait. Live it now. Yes. So I was doing some research and, um, Years and years ago, probably in like the early 2000s, I read a book called A New Earth, and it was by Eckhart Tolle, the little hobbit from Germany who Oprah has like serious feelings for. Loves him. And I love Eckhart Tolle, but when I was younger and I listened to that book, well, I actually read it, physically read the book. When I physically read the book, I was like, okay, I get what this guy's trying to say, but I don't fully understand because it's it's a hard read. Yes. Especially when you're like in your early 20s and you're like, I just want to get laid. I still have to go back. And drink <laughs> and so party, true. you know? I still have to go back when I'm listening to it and, and, and hear it over again. Right. It's deep, but it's so true. And yes. I'm ready for it now as well. It's so crazy. Yeah. And it's so, like, you're ready when you're ready, right? Yes. And so I was listening to Oprah's Masterclass podcasts, mm-hmm. and they actually take the whole entire book. A New Earth, and they break it down chapter by chapter, and Oprah asks him all these amazing questions. And one of the things that jarred me, because um, I was listening to it right after we had filmed the podcast about your plane crash, yes, is the waiting to start living syndrome that Eckhart Tolle speaks so much about in The New Earth. So I just want to read a quote from A New Earth, and this is what it says. The waiting to start living syndrome is one of the most common delusions of the unconscious state. Expansion and positive change on the outer level is much more likely to come into your life if you enjoy what you're doing already, instead of waiting for some change so that you can start enjoying what you do. Mm. Isn't that so amazing? You know, and for most of us, as you know, Matt, our entire lives, we live in a constant state of searching for the next high, Mm -hmm. the next big score, the next dopamine blast, and in turn, our ego is never, ever satisfied. So whether this can be attributed to like societal pressures or some kind of internal conflict, many of us are walking around this earth right now and we are no strangers to this phenomenon, right? Absolutely. And you probably get like that too. Oh my God, still I'll be like, oh, once I get through this meeting, everything will be fine. I'm like, wait a second, I don't want to get through anything. I want to be present in this meeting and I have to catch myself, right? Do you spill coffee on your shirt? No. 
Are you fucking no, kidding me? No, it's not me? coffee. This is my special juice. Okay. So first of all, I'm my struggling. My special I'm, juice. I'm struggling with a little allergies. Is that a little Jesus juice? I'm struggling with a little allergies. So if you see me and you watch it on Facebook. You live, sound like a, you sound like a, the friggin' nose from um, Puff the Magic Dragon that always needs a sniffly I, sniff. I show up. I'm not just going to try to get through this. You know, it's like I try to be serious right now. I look yeah, over you and yeah. there's just fucking drool running down your shirt. It's not drool. It's a little coffee. I I'm spill. so horny right now. Yeah. I can't wait to just ravage your drooly stained body Listen, after babe, this. Babe, you can have it anytime right, you let's want Let's go back to. to the matter at hand. Sorry about that out there in a bit just later. So I just about, can't. Uh, oh, you're bringing me back. I'm going to bring you okay, back. Okay, go ahead, yeah. maestro. So we're talking about <laughs> maestro. So we're talking about you know trying to get through things, right? Yeah. Like if you have a meeting or something like that, I just want to get through this meeting and then my life is going to be good. If I could just get through this month, my, my, why don't you just get through your life and uh, just go and you know jump in the grave now? Yeah. No, you should be planning and enjoying it yep. and bringing yourself back into the moment. Agreed. Right? You know, we've convinced ourselves that our lives will finally be complete or have meaning if we obtain like this missing link, right? Right. It's like the holy grail of success. What does that mean? The chupacabra. Yes. You know what the chupacabra is? I don't have any idea. What is oh the chupacabra? Oh my God. It's like this thing. Chupacabra. The chupacabra. Chupacabra. Do, I like that. Mr. Ed Sullivan, do you know what the chupacabra is? I do not. What? Oh my God. Wow. The, you don't? He's, he's, well, I'm you're here. so intellectual. I'm Come here. On. Very much. I'm here to learn well the okay. chupacabra is this like um mystical animal that looks like like kind of like a wolfy type serpent thing oh. in south america and it sucks the animal's blood dry really but it doesn't exist it's like well it probably does but it's like bigfoot Okay. So when you when you when you say the chupacabra of something, it's like it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Huh, Does that nice. make sense? Yes. All right. I'm glad I educated all the men in the room. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> it won't be the first time. Good won't job. be the Good last job, time. One. <laughs> so it could be a bigger paycheck, a nicer car, mm. a better boyfriend, or maybe a husband that doesn't spill shit on his shirt everywhere you fucking go. Yes, well, you should have we- married a dry cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Next I lifetime, I will. I am definitely not a dry cleaning type of guy. <laughs> I spill sauce on everything and coffee. Oh and my God, every shirt in the freaking thing. But I'm such a loving soul. No, you really are. But we always think like everything is out there. Yes. And it's not in here. And remember that we have everything we need inside of ourselves to feel real joy and true satisfaction. And yet we keep like chasing this elusive dragon, right? And a lot of our struggles around the fact that we are in this modern age have endless opportunities, right? We have endless opportunities and we have an abundance of choices. So this is what fucks us up. Yes. Because like a hundred and something years ago, we didn't have social media. We didn't have all these opportunities. It was like, if you are like a dry cleaner, Mm -hmm. you're a dry cleaner from the time that you enter the workforce, Mm -hmm. probably till you take your last breath. Right. But now we could be like, well, I could be... Like for me, it's like, well, I could be a motivational speaker. I could have retreats. I could have a, a wellness center. I can be over here. I can dress up like a fucking which unicorn are, and run around naked in, in, in market basket. Which is which is all cool. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but you, is it you though? You have to enjoy the process of what you're doing. But I right? think if it's too much. It you, uh, it's too many opportunities. I think so. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would zero in on one thing, do that, and, and enjoy that process of that thing. But it's like always the grass is always greener. Sometimes it is. So I was thinking the other day, I was on social media and I was like looking at this guy who like sold all his belongings and he quit his like shitty nine to five cubicle job. Mm -hmm. And then he just was like, I'm traveling the world. Now, mind you, this kid's a trust fund baby. So, all right, let me just throw that. Let me just throw that in there. But so like you see this guy quitting his job and then like traveling all over the world and you're like, I want to fucking quit my job and travel all over the world (laughs) and just be a vagabond. And it looks really sexy. Yes. 
So this is what happens to people. They think like, oh, if I could just do this, right. then I'll be happy. Yes. And then their whole life, instead of living in them now, yes. they're always thinking about like, what else is there? And you know, it's a journey too, because whether it's a financial goal or a physical goal or to achieve a thing goal or have something in yes. your possession goal, how many times do you get it? And it's like, oh, is that it? <laughs> All the time. Right? And, and, and All any, the time. And people that really are high level achievers, you know, they'll talk to you and if, especially if they're older and they'll be like, you know, the best time is while you're working towards that goal. Yes. That's the juice, right? And then make sure that you set up another goal, right? When you're ready to achieve that goal, right? We talked about it when you're writing your book now. Yes. Because you're like, oh, my book is almost done. And what did we say? Well, you better set up another one because once that happens and it's over and it's done, you're going to be like, oh, okay. No, you always have to have something. That's why. It's really because I'm the sugar mama of yeah, this sugar, relationship. I, this is this is why I can spill shit on my shirt because <laughs> I know I can afford the, the, the cleaning bill because she's doing all the damn work. I work hard. So, for the money. No, but, but, but it's funny because if you think that once you get this, you're going to feel whatever, right? And yeah, it but it's all an illusion. Yeah. And if you talk to people that have achieved it, and they're older, and I, and, I, and I say older because it's the mature person that, you know, like the, the 75, 80 year olds, like, oh my God, the best times were when we were just starting our business and we were just having soup and we couldn't make yep. one payment and we couldn't do this. And then it was all that stuff that yep. you do and achieve and all of the stuff in the middle. That I think we've really lost. I think we've lost that uh, because everything is instant gratification. Like, like yes. you just mentioned on Facebook or Instagram, or right? Whatever. It's like, oh, I just do this for a little while and then I'm rich, or I do this in my business, <laughs> and I'm a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, no, it doesn't no. work that way. I wish it did, and, but it doesn't. And you know something? If it did do that, you would have nothing else to live for because yes. if it was that quick, what is the enjoyment? What is mm -hmm. the process? Mm -hmm. Right? Eckhart Tolle was also saying in his book how if everyone was wealthy and everyone lived in like this big mansion. Being wealthy and having all these things would lose their luster. So it would just make everything an even even playing field. Yes. And then you'd have to go back to like, who am I with all without all of these things? Right. And that's what we have to remember that we are not the things. Right. We are not the successes. We are not the triumphs. We are really like divine essence, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. I, but that's what I'm saying about the Instagram Facebook situation is like you see these people and you're like, oh my God. Like how did that? How did they get to this place? Like they they had less than I had, or whatever. And it's just like you didn't see the years of struggle, mm -hmm. and like you said, like eating soup. Mm -hmm. And that was what he was remembering. It's ramen, like a, you mean ramen? Ra ramen or soup, <laughs> or oh, maybe he was married to a beautiful Portuguese woman, and he was they were getting really good Portuguese soup. Maybe right, and but it was like oh, we just had our soup, and we were worried about the electric electric bill coming in. Yeah, and, we're sleeping boy, on an air mattress. We had the best of times, and you know we worked hard, and having a partner to be able to yep. lean on, and all these different components mm -hmm. to it is actually the juice of life, right? Because if you just go from here to there. You see people that become overnight successes. They get a lot of money and then they're drugging themselves. They're drinking right. themselves. They're losing their money. There's a reason. There's a process. You have to gain the wisdom yes. along the way to yes. be able to uh, 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 earn mm -hmm. that passport mm -hmm. to be in that position. You right? know, Absolutely. I'll say I worked at a bunch of startup companies, yes. right? Mm. And really, three guys sitting around a card table with crappy old computers – that's all the fun that you remember, right? Yep. 
once you get to success in a lot of ways, that divides people. Right? 100%. All of a sudden, it's, yep. oh, well, we lost our way. We've yep. got to get that money. Mm-hmm. Right? So people 100%. start acting very differently. So for me, the best way to judge someone is how are they after they succeed? Right. 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 That's great, Ed. That's so true. I was thinking about you the other day because Matt and I were, were watching um, Decoding Bill Gates's mind on oh, Netflix. Man. Have you seen it yet? No. Oh, oh my god, it was so good. Phenomenal. And his his mentor is Warren Buffett. Right. So there you got Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, who combined <laughs> income is like they own the United States. Yeah, they could just own everything, <laughs> but right? They're giving it away, right? Hundred percent. Oh, the things that they're doing, it's like phenomenal. But it's funny because Matt and I were laughing our asses off because they're out to lunch and they're like. In these schleppy clothes, like they're not like in Gucci Ferragamo, they're in like these schleppy clothes, and they're eating like a hamburger and French fries. And Warren Buffett's like pouring like a real Coca Cola, and um, Bill Gates is drinking a Diet Coke, and they're just like sucking on their fingers, like after they eat stuff. And then Bill Gates actually will go once a once a quarter. He'll go what he calls a Think Week. And he'll take a bag of books and he'll go to this like obscure little shitty ass cabin in the middle of nowhere and he'll just go there for a week and read and think and create. He's not in some like thirty thousand square foot mansion like with every little like a boathouse with 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 a stocked full of uh, diet cokes. Yeah, so just diet cokes and his books. (laughs) It's madness. But what I loved about it is here they get the most two two powerful, unbelievable, powerful men, and here they are just taking pleasure. In a burger, yeah. In a conversation. Well, yeah, and, and they're just loving, talking. really pleasuring each other's company. Absolutely, company, right? So true. And that's that's the moment, right? So we got to go back to that. Yeah. So I'm going to teach y'all how. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So experts in the arena say that there are three modalities of awakened doing. So awakened doing that can significantly help you overcome this waiting to start living syndrome. So here are the three: acceptance, enjoyment, and enthusiasm. Probably three, you probably didn't think that was going to come out of my mouth. So acceptance, enjoyment, enthusiasm. Each one of these modalities holds within it a certain vibrational frequency of consciousness. You must be hypervigilant in making sure that no matter what you are doing, that you are engaging and implementing at least one of these modalities every time that you do anything. So because if you're not, you'll experience suffering, which is why people are suffering emotionally and spiritually in the first place. They are attached they are, sorry, they are detached from the now and are always thinking about the future. And this is a huge problem, especially in our Western world. Do you agree with this? Absolutely. Yeah. So have you ever heard friends, you know, we were talking about this before. Have you ever had friends or family say, if I can just get through this week, I'll be fine. I'm culprit yep. to it. I think everyone does it. Or if I could just make more money, I would be happy. Or if I could just find the right person to be with, then I could feel love. All of this is waiting to live sickness. We must cure the disease because it's killing our joy. So number one, acceptance. So whatever you cannot enjoy doing, you can at least accept it. Mm-hmm. So whatever you cannot enjoy doing, at least accept it. So I'll give you an example, because this is happening before. You, your tire goes flat, you're driving somewhere, and you're like, you're like, fuck my tire, and you're screaming, and you're complaining the entire time, and you're like kicking your car, and you're like, I'm going to be late, and then it sucks, and all this stuff. So you know, you have two choices. Either you change your damn self mm-hmm. or you wait for t- AAA to come, right? But in that, in the tire being flat and whatever, why are you going to scream about it? Why are you going to complain about it? Why are you going to go ham about it? Just accept it. 
and fix the tire or whatever. But it, it's like, you know, sometimes you get a flat tire maybe because it's, you know, protecting you from something else. Absolutely. Right? So if you really believe the universe has your back, right, sometimes things get in your way so it slows you down. Yes. So maybe you're not going to have an accident up the yes. road. I mean, I think I think of things differently. You know, I look at traffic as, okay, I'm Well, because you're woke. That's I'm, why I'm, you I'm think here, of things I'm, differently. I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. If I'm in this traffic, what can I do right now? What can I put in to listen to? Yeah. Or who can I make a phone call to? Right. Or, you know, what? Whatever the case, or just may meditate. Be. I was in traffic yesterday. I called Jill. Uh, she was. I got the voicemail. And then she called me back, and I'm like, you know. But those are the things when you're in traffic, you can actually think about. Oh, I have to do this, or I want to do that. Yes. Or just be present. Yes. And people or, will be late for things at the studio. Yes. Like if I have a sound healing, people will walk in late and they'll go, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm late." And I'm like. Dude, don't ever apologize to me for being late because you don't realize that God probably was watching out for you to like keep you out of an accident or a speeding ticket or something. Yeah, or you needed that two minutes to spend with your kid and change that kid's trajectory. Right. Right. So whatever the case may be, right, it's that butterfly effect of would I do this cause an effect. Yes. Right. So yeah, absolutely. And so even my kids accept get, it. Accept it. My kids come into karate yeah. sometimes late. I go, no, dude, I'm so happy you're here. I don't care if you're late. Right. Get in here and right. enjoy the class. I know how much traffic is and life is hectic mm-hmm. and this, that, the other thing. Yeah. So instead of apologize and say, thank you for waiting for me. Yeah. Instead of saying, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm like, I'm thank you for waiting fuck. for me. Thank I you for waiting for one. me. Yeah, right. That's a good that's a good one. And number two is enjoyment. So enjoyment will replace wanting when you make the energetic shift. When you want something, it's the ego's delusion that you are separate or disconnected from the source energy. Mm. Through enjoyment, you link into that creative energy of the divine. And when you make the present moment of your life, your focus, your everyday life then turns into a constant flow of bliss. So when you do this, you take yourself out of the space of wanting to experience something you deem as meaningful, important, or special. Mm. Just be in the now. Enjoy the now. Even if you have to adopt the mantra of... Be here now, mm-hmm. be here now, be here now. That's right? awesome. Yeah. So it's like we're all we're gonna have to do shit. Like I talked about a couple of podcasts ago. Like we're all gonna eat a shit sandwich. Yes. No matter what we do, mm-hmm. especially for work, or even like raising a family or whatever we do on a daily basis. That's part of our life. We're gonna eat a shit sandwich. You have to just say, well, what's the flavor of shit sandwich that I enjoy eating the most? Mm-hmm. And then just enjoy that shit sandwich. Even Absolutely. if it gets stuck in your teeth and you need a little bit of yoo-hoo to wash it down, yeah. enjoy it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's two there's three things. Actually, I, I actually saw something that our good friend Sanjeev Chopra yes. shared. And it was something he shared. It was talking about, you know, if you're depressed, you're thinking about the past. Obviously. Yeah. If you're having anxiety, you're thinking of the future. Yes. And if you're at peace and you're mindful, you're in the present. Absolutely. Being right now, whether it's in the flat tire or the traffic or the conversation with your child, whatever it is, be in that moment. Right. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because it was just three things. Yep. And he shared it. And here he is, you know, brilliant, brilliant doctor. And Mm -hmm. he's like, these are three things. Absolutely. And you can get it. I was meditating today and, you know, I was doing my meditation and all these thoughts were coming up like, okay, today you have to put all the stuff on the porch for the fall. Like the, these thoughts, you know? And then I'm like, no, Where no, is no, that back. stuff? I'm not happy about that. <laughs> Shut up. Just kidding. So I'm like, oh, Katie, you have to do that. And I'm like, no, 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 go back to my meditation. Be in the net. I kept pushing myself back. And then I'm like, oh my God, we're going to Portugal. I have to put off, put off my butcher box delivery. I'm like, why is this happening? But I kept bringing myself back. Yes. And then like midway through, the, through my meditation, I was just like, 
you fucking silly bitch. (laughs) What are you doing? Just go to your damn meditation, right? So we're always like not living in the present moment. We're always thinking of all these different things. Yes. And it's like, just enjoy the moment now. Be like, oh my God, I'm so grateful to be able to sit here and do my meditation. Or I'm so um, grateful to have this conversation with my friend. Because even when I'm having a conversation, the back of my brain is like running through the tally of all the shit that I have to do. And I'm like... What, wait a minute. I'm with this like amazing, loving person, right? Right. Well, you, you know what freed me from the, oh, I got all yeah, the so monkey bi- mind. I, I just, when I think of things, yes. I put them in my calendar. You know, you sort of decide, okay, is this yes. a now thing yes. or a later thing? 100%. How much later can it be? Put it in the calendar. Yep. And then it's out of my mind. That's right. And I can focus on what I need to mm-hmm. do. And now. I just, huge. I write it, I do kind of what you do and I write it down. So like if things come in, I go like a little note and then like sometimes I'll go back like, you know, the next day and read it. It doesn't go, matter half shit. the time. This is yeah, so stupid. Stuff, I don't need to do stuff, this. Stuff, stuff I know. You about. can get so wound up over so things that up. don't matter. Absolutely. And then, you know, not enjoying anything. And that's why most people are walking around really just depressed and anxiety ridden because yes. they're always thinking of the past or the future. And last but not least, enthusiasm. So the word enthusiasm comes from the Greek word en and the Greek word theos. So E-N and T-H-E-O-S, meaning God. The word enthusiasm means literally to be possessed by the power of God and being enthusiastic in what you do brings a huge sense of empowerment to yourself. So enthusiasm knows where it's going and has true purpose. And unlike living in the ego, which always feels that there is never enough, and that there's always a lack of something, right? So through enthusiasm, you live in full alignment of creation and purpose. Do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Because when I'm in, in enthusiasm, I'm in uh, the zone. Right? Yes. That's the zone. I mean, everything is clicking. I know what I'm doing. I know I'm making a difference. I know um, I'm in my work, right? Work yes. is so important, you know, to be in that flow. Mm-hmm. When you're, uh, you know, when you're having fun, be in that fun. If you're having dinner, enjoy that dinner. Yes. And I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm enthusiastic about food. Yeah, we know. <laughs> We're, we're aware. We're, we're, we're quite I aware. I finished with the food one. I just noticed that. I'm like, oh. Matt's hungry. I'm very enthusiastic about that meal. <laughs> so true. But, but enthusiasm is huge because I feel like there's so – like I'll give you an example. There's so many things that I'm doing right now in my life that like two years ago were like – oh my God, if I could just do that, I would feel so good about myself. I'd feel accomplished and successful. Now I look at the things that I've already achieved and gone like, oh fuck, I have to do that shit. Mm. Oh God, this is such a- Changes, right? You grew and that's something that's not important to you anymore. But but if I'm going to do it, I have to say, you know what? I said I was going to do this thing. I'm going to be enthusiastic about it. So even like when I'm driving to do the thing that maybe doesn't like get me going, Mm -hmm. I like have to pump myself up because I think that's so important because that's about being alive. Yes. No matter if you like the thing, you don't like the thing, how you feel about it, whatever. And then flip the thing and say, hey, you know something? I set this thing up that I'm doing. Yes. Let me enjoy it the most I possibly, the best I possibly can. And let me serve as much as I possibly can. Right. If there's two people, there's 10 people, there's five people or whatever. It's all on purpose. Because you never know who you're touching. Yeah, exactly. And it may be something that somebody else needs. Absolutely. At that time that you were enthusiastic about, but now it's not so great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel very enthusiastic. Where's the wisdom, Matt, babe? (laughs) God help us all. (laughs) So I hope that helps you guys. For all of you out there that have the failure to start living now syndrome. (laughs) Live now. You don't want a plane crash to take it away. No. (laughs) 
Remember that last podcast? Jesus Christ, you're giving me heebie-jeebies. I'm only kidding. Matt, I'm getting on a plane soon. All yeah, right. I know. I plane, we plane every week. Yeah. <laughs> Come plane. All right. Thank you, all of you out there in bitches land for being crusaders to this ambitious movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Woo! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.